Welcome to another episode of the Flavors Unknown podcast, where we dive into the culinary world and the people who make it happen in the kitchen and behind the bar. I am your host, Emmanuel Laroche. I have been in the food industry for more than 20 years, both in Europe and in the US. And usually every other week, I have genuine conversations with chefs, pastry chefs, and mixologists from around the country. But this episode is different from my usual conversations with American culinary leaders or my Taste the Future episodes focusing on a trending flavors or ingredients. I just came back from a week spent in Mexico City and had an amazing restaurant experience and I thought that I would share my best ones with you. If you are planning to travel to the Mexican capital or if you know someone who is planning to, Listen to or share this flavorful episode with them. I dedicate this episode to my colleague Carlos Calderon. The city culinary scene is a melting pot of historical roots, indigenous and colonial influences, and contemporary gastronomic trends. So grab your headphones and your appetites, and let's dive right in. Mexico City's culinary history dates back the pre-Columbian times with ancient civilization like the Aztecs, Mayans, and Toltecs, introducing staple ingredients that are still a significant part of Mexican cuisine today. Think corn, beans, chili peppers, and even tomatoes. Obviously, over time, the fusion of indigenous and European culinary traditions led to the unique food culture that we know today. The arrival of the Spaniards, for instance, caused the merge of new ingredients such as rice, chickpeas, lentils, and nutmegs, among others. In recent years, Mexico City's food scene has exploded with a diverse range of cuisines and restaurants concepts from street food vendors to Michelin stars restaurants. So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about some of the most interesting places and dining concepts that I have personally experienced in my recent trips. One of the essential aspects of Mexico City's food scene is the street food culture, where you can find everything from tacos and tamales to elotes and churros. Street food is really a fundamental aspect of the city's culinary culture, and this is as well an accessible and affordable way to discover the flavors of Mexico City. The city is known for having some of the best tacos in the world, from classic beef and pork tacos to more unique options like octopus and cactus. One most famous mouth-watering spot for tacos al pastor was at Taqueria El Vilcito. Located in the Navarte neighborhood, the establishment does a double duty as an auto repair shop. Made with succulent pork marinated in spices and slow cooked on a spit, the tacos are served with a variety of toppings, including pineapple and onion, and they are best enjoyed late at night when the city comes alive. The atmosphere of this taqueria is unique. Diners can sit at communal tables and enjoy their tacos in the hustle and the bustle of the city. As I continue my tour around the city, I also explore some of the most notable restaurants in Mexico City. I have to say that among all the places that I've been to to taste food in Mexico City, six establishments stood out for me for their unique concepts and exceptional food offerings. 
So in that part of the episode now, I'm going to mention to you the six different establishments and mention some of the dishes that I had the chance to taste. Obviously, most of those dishes are in Spanish, um, so it's maybe not going to be easy to follow, but you can go to my website, flavorsunknown.com, and you are going to find the show notes for this episode with all this information, and you are going to be as well able to download um, a few pages with the itinerary of the places that I'm describing on this episode. First one, I've been to Masala y Maiz, located in the Candesa district, where Mexican and Indian cuisine fused to create a unique experience with vegan influences. The chef is Chef Norma Listman. He brings a creative take on traditional Mexican dishes such as the vegan chilaquiles, lambiaria tacos, and tandoori octopus. The menu offered a range of dishes that incorporates unique flavors and ingredients coming from India, Africa, and as well Mexico. The inclusion of traditional dishes like samosas and patra with chutney de coco showcases the chef's commitment to authentic flavors. The next stop will go to Molino El Pujol in the Hippodromo neighborhoods. Here, Chef Enrique Oliveira, that obviously you know for his famous restaurant Pujol, specializes in traditional Mexican cuisine with a focus on tortillas and masas-based dishes. The popular dishes at El Molino Pujol are the taco de guisado and the handmade blue corn tortillas. I personally enjoyed my last trip uh, Yulacoche tacos. Yulacoche are this famous you know, uh, mushroom that grows on corn, esquites, and enfriolada. This is one of the most common Mexican so-called dinner in a hurry meals. Enfrioladas are comforting enchiladas made by drenching corn tortillas in creamy, costly, pureed black beans garnished with Mexican queso fresco. Mm, that was so good. Carmela Isal in the Condesa district was one of the new spots in my recent trip. It offers contemporary Mexican cuisine showcasing an abundance of flavors from the Tabasco region with Mediterranean and Middle Eastern influences. Chef Gabriela's dishes like the short rib barbacoa and the roasting cauliflower with tahini and pomegranate seeds are sure to leave your craving for more. Now for the seafood lovers, I love this spot called Blanco Colima in the Roma Norte neighborhood. It is a must visit. Chef Edgar Nunes contemporary menu is divided into four sections. Comal, C-O-M-A-L, the typical griddle from Mexico. The second section is La Flora. It's easy to understand. It means vegetable options. Then the third one is La Pesca, which means fish. And then finally, La Fauna, which means meat. The Comal section offers dishes such as tostadas, tacos, and croquetas. La Flora offers vegetarian options such as tostadas de hongos, carpaccio de aguacate, and ensalada de la casa. La Pesca, the fish section, offers seafood options such as crudo de amachi, tiradito de campachi, 
and trucha salmonada. And finally, the meat offers dishes such as stick tartare de wagyu, ravioles de hongos and pato, and short ribs and hugo de beria. And I have to mention to you the desserts. Um, that's really something um, amazing and unexpected. I have to go back into the menu on my phone because I don't have notes on it. It is a fondant with manchego and parmesan cheese served with a sorbet of quince and a reduction of balsamic vinegar. That was something really amazing. I really love that place. Then another place that is really different and uh, they don't accept credit cards, so you have to pay by cash. So something to keep in mind if you go there. It's called Expandio de Mais Sin Nombre. I know, it's a long name. Uh, it's in the Roma Norte neighborhood. It's next to a very cool uh, brewery. So you can hit both uh, places at the same time. Um, and it offers traditional Mexican cuisine with a focus on corn-based dishes. The chef, Yolkans, have popular dishes like the Yutlacoche quesadillas, and they have a whole masa tasting menu. The tortillas are made in a traditional way using special blends of native corns and they are selected by hands. The place provides a casual and fun atmosphere with the food being prepared and made in the kitchen in front of you. The last spot, it's not like a new spot, it's something, it's not, not, not a secret anymore. Uh, it's not really an off-the-beaten-track secret uh, waiting to be discovered. The name is Nikos. It's a classic in the Claveria neighborhood. It's been there since 1957. So as you can tell, it's not the new kid on the block. The chef is Gerardo Valgues Lugo. He has been serving traditional Mexican cuisine from the state of Tlaxcala. I cannot believe that I said it right the first time. Some of the most popular dishes at Nico's include the chile and nogada, mole de hoya, and the escamoles omelette. A lot of options are table sides preparation. That's it for today's episode of the Flavors Unknown podcasts. I hope you enjoy our flavorful journey through Mexico City. If you are planning a trip to Mexico City and just want to explore, I know there was a lot of Spanish words that I use in this episode, um, but if you go to my show notes on the Flavors Unknown podcast, which is flavorsunknown.com, then you can find you know all this information. If you are planning a trip to Mexico City, or if you just want to explore more of its food culture, make sure to check out this itinerary I've put together on my website, flavorsunknown.com you find all those recommendations for some of the city's best food spots, along with helpful tips for navigating the city street food scene. Also, if you like this episode, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep exploring the world through its flavors.